Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Faith is the Key, based on our reading of Hebrews chapter 11, verse 39 and 40. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. When many of us are asked to provide a definition of the word faith, we actually quote Hebrews chapter 1, 11 verse 1, which says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. How many of us have ever sat down and tried to understand what Paul is saying about faith? When we read the chapter carefully, we get a list of persons who exercise faith in varying circumstances. And in each of the experiences recorded in this chapter, we see people who demonstrated a character that was a result of the transforming work of the Holy Spirit. As I read the chapter again today and reflected on my own experience, I wondered what was the purpose of us to have faith. Was faith required to accomplish what Paul said in verse 6? But without faith it is impossible to please God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him. Is it that we have faith so that we can please God? Is it that we have faith so that we can show to others that we are children of the King? What is the real purpose of having faith? Could it be that the purpose of faith is for us to receive the promise of eternal life? Could it be that the purpose of faith is all wrapped up in what we are required to do, no matter the situation we are in, to ensure that at the end of our lives we receive a reward with a crown of righteousness? As I read the last couple of verses in Hebrews chapter 11, it became clear to me that faith is the door that leads to the ultimate promise God has given to all of us. Let us take some time to meditate on verses 39 and 40. The word of the Lord said, And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. There are times in our lives when we are looking for the exercise of our faith to result in us having a better financial situation. Sometimes we are looking at the exercise of our faith to result in us getting better grades in our exams. Sometimes we are looking for the exercise of our faith to result in us getting healing from a terminal illness. But is this what the exercise of faith is all about? Here we see Paul reminding us through the experience of these individuals that the exercise of faith was to result in us receiving better things from God. And the most important thing that God intends to give us is eternal life. Matthew Henry, in his commentary on this passage of scripture, 
said the following, What they obtain by faith, one, a most honorable character and commendation from God, the true judge and fountain in honor that the world was not worthy of such men. The world did not deserve such blessings. They did not know how to value them, nor how to use them. Wicked men, the righteous are not worthy to live in this world, and God declares the world is not worthy of them. And though they are widely differ in their judgment, they agree in this, that it is not fit that good men should have their rest in this world and therefore God receives them out of it to that world that is suitable to them and yet far beyond the merits of all their services and suffering. Number two, they obtain a good report, verse 39, of all good men and of the truth itself and have the honor to be enrolled in this sacred calendar of the Old Testament worthies, God's witnesses. Yea, they had a witness for them in the consciences of their enemies, who, while they thus abused them, were condemned by their own consciences as persecuting those who were more righteous than themselves. Number three. They obtained an interest in the promises, though not the full possessions of them. They had a title to the promises, though they received not the great things promised. This is not meant of the felicity of the heavenly state, for this they did receive when they died in the measure of a part, in one constituent part of their persons, and the much better part but it is meant of the felicity of the gospel state. They are types, not the antitypes. They are shadows, but had not seen the substance. And yet, under this imperfect dispensation, they discovered this precious faith. This, the apostle insists, upon the rendering of faith more illustrious and to provoke Christians to a holy jealousy and emulation that they should not suffer themselves to be outdone in the exercise of faith by those who come short of them in all the helps and advantages for believing. He tells the Hebrews that God had provided some better things for them, verse 40, and therefore they might be assured that he expected at least as good things from them and that since the gospel is the end and perfection of the Old Testament, which had no excellences, but its reference to Christ and the gospel, it was expected that their faith should be as much more perfect than the faith of the Old Testament saints. For their state and dispensations were more perfect than the former and were indeed the perfection and completion of the former. For without the gospel church, the Jewish church must have remained in an incomplete and imperfect state. This reasoning is strong and should be effectually prevalent with us all. End of quote. 
I pray that as we meditate on these words today, that we will ask God to give us the keys of faith so that our doors in our lives can be unlocked, thereby making us fit and ready for the ultimate promise that God has in store for us. I pray that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that God can help us to understand the true purpose of faith in our lives as followers of Christ. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the reminder, faith is the key. We know, Lord, you want to save us. We know, Lord, you're doing everything in your power to save us. Help us, Lord, to respond to the things that you are doing so that our faith will grow and we will receive those promises you have in store for us, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.